And now, get ready. For the podcast no one saw coming, it's four phonies talking Titans. With hosts Ronte, Corey, Ricky, and last but not least, Tori. It's four phonies talking Titans. Welcome to Four Phonies Talking Titans. What is up? This is Corey coming to you a day after a very exciting night, very exciting game. I'm coming to you on a Monday after a tough, tough loss last night. Uh, Titans went up against Kansas City. We're going to talk a little bit about it. I wish I could do a full break breakdown of the game but i don't have that type of time today but we're gonna get into a little bring your playbook today so let's go bring your play bring your playbook Okay, so first of all, I just want to say Titans played their butts off last night. The Titans showed up on a Sunday night, primetime, national game in front of all these eyeballs, and I think they uh, done as about as well, well, better than I thought they would do. Having said that, there are no more victories. So, you know, we are a professional football team. This is the NFL. And the Titans are a very pretty, uh, sometimes respected team, but a great organization. We've proven to be that with a, you know, got the coach of the year on our sidelines. We've got a owner who seems to be doing everything the right way. And so, you know, we are a team that comes into the game with a backup quarterback, very tough defense and the king Derrick Henry so you know looking at that game last night the first thing you know from the first drive a few key things I, I I like to say you know first of all hey shout out to uh uh what's his name uh Cunningham Cunningham you you've made this show before you've been on bring your playbook before and we couldn't find you a lot of times you, you're you're out of position, and you still are a lot of times out of position. But you did emerge last night, awaken, and made some some plays that we've seen you made in the past, where you became a force stopping the run. You flew around like you know we know you can do, and you did it last night. So I just wanted to say that you 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 may have I think that that uh, elbow is still hurt. Uh, I know you did you, you missed a lot of time in the second half, but. You know, from a past show recipient of this Bring Your Playbook uh, acknowledgement, I just want to say that because uh, it was good to see you out there making plays um, from the first drive of the game. So, first drive of the game, Kansas City moved to do what they did. They kind of nicked and knacked us all the way down the field, but we stiffened up. We stiffened up. That defense stiffened up when it came to the red zone, and we held them to three points. And that's a win. That's a win. And just to back up for a minute, you know, looking at this game, I, I, I again got to give my hats off to uh, coaching staff for having these guys ready to play, coming into the ball game with a a plan to stop this 
high-flying offense. I can't stress that enough because really what I'm thinking about, you know, I played some ball before. I played at least as far as college. And in college, the first day you're into the week of a new opponent um, in our meeting rooms, we the, the coach, the position, you know, you break up into your position meeting, go into your room with your guys in your position, and there's a coach up there. And typically they're passing out a big, fat book on the next opponent that you know you're about to play right and so i'm just imagining the the meeting room and coming up with the game plan and then being able to communicate that game plan to a group of guys a lot of them even hadn't even been on the team a long time but they're here because we went and got them from somewhere off, off you know somebody else's practice squad and you've converted that practice squad player into a starter on this squad with high expectation to be able to listen in that meeting room, take what you see in a notebook or on film, make that translate into practice. So converting that into on the practice field and being making those co- coaches confident enough to put you out there in a real game time situation. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by that because I don't think we think about the X's and O's like that all the time, but that's a mental challenge. You know, these guys are out there and they get paid to play. I understand that. I mean, this is a professional game. They get paid a lot of money to do this stuff, but strip all that away. They still got to do it. They still got to listen and, and comprehend what what to do. And it's not always easy and it's not always what they're used to. And so I was just extremely impressed with the game plan, at least from a defensive standpoint and we'll talk about the offense in a minute but just from a defensive standpoint you've got Patrick Mahomes it doesn't get better than that it doesn't get better than that in this league right now because not only is he a prolific passer he's elusive enough and we were trying we were talking the phone he's had a group message going as always and we're talking about damn man he's not just he's not fast but we can never touch him I mean we might sack him but he's got another you know he gets up from a sack I'm talking about moving him off the spot, which they've done a lot, moving him to his right, but then having to contain him and not being able to do that. And he and he's fast enough to get around that end. And then he's like willy-nilly, like, oh, I might throw it. Oh, I might run it. Oh, you got guys that don't really know what where to commit. They, they, they've got, you know, if he come, the player comes up too fast, he's going to toss it right over the head. So they, but they did a good job in in kind of controlling that, kind of containing that. I mean, you can't. He's going to get what he's going to get, but some of these plays you like to have back, especially with Mahomes using his legs. I think that's the one caveat that the Chiefs had to do in order to win this football game. Mahomes had to use his legs, and he broke our backs on a couple of key runs. In some key situations and key times that uh that ultimately um kind of led them to victory. But anyway, I'll go I can go on and on about about the game plan and, and all that. The emotion, I didn't even talk about that. Let me get let me talk about the emotion for just a minute. You know, when I was looking at that D-line on the first drive of the game, our D-line, that they're playing their butts off, they're they're rushing, they're you know, trying to stop the run, they're stopping it. But didn't they look gassed? Didn't they look like, oh, my God, this is we're tired. And a lot of that is not, you know, it has nothing to do with conditioning. A lot of that is the emotion of everything that's going on at that time. You got a huge game 
you got a, 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 a incredible adversarial atmosphere and that is a lot you know you got to settle into that you got to settle into that game and we saw it would look to be a blown up line uh but no they weren't they you know they're tired but a lot of that is just pure emotion so we go down three to nothing uh they get the ball again and they score a touch. They drive and score a touchdown, but miss the extra point. Miss the extra point, so we're down nine to nothing. Second quarter comes. Uh, we turned it on. The offense found their footing. The King, Derrick Henry, popped off. I know what forty something yards on one run. Um, the offense, the little read option, seemed to, to be working. Um, great pass from Malik to uh, to Hooper on the. Back shoulder throw. It was beautiful. Things were looking up. Uh, we score. And, uh, you know, it's seven to nine. And we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. We, you know, we're down two points. And then we put another, I think, got an interception. I think that's when that occurred. Anyway, it was a, a great sequence. Titans go up 14 to nine at the half. We're up 14 nine by halftime you know that second drive that touchdown drive that i that i mentioned earlier you saw offensive linemen hitting people in the mouth on the run um you saw um the you know malik being able to to use that read option and and i think he kept it and uh had a nice run and that seemed to start to loosen up things uh for derrick henry so Really felt good about that drive. Felt that we were looking at what the key was to the game. You know, great defense and a double threat in the backfield. You got, you know, a, a quarterback that can run. You got Derrick Henry. Uh, it looked like, you know, that was the keys. So, 14-9 at halftime. Everybody's feeling great. I'm feeling great, you know. And we get the ball back, right? We're getting the ball back in the second half. Then, uh, I don't know. Then we're going to talk about our first Bring Your Playbook. I mean, this this ses- session is called Bring Your Playbook. We're yet to, to really point out anybody that needs to bring that playbook in. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and start with our offensive coordinator. We've he, He's made the show before. And uh, the phonies, man, we were texting. I said, man, that was a masterful game plan offensively in the first half we thought that the play calling was perfect it was nice you know that first play of getting the ball out of Malik's hand quick got it to our tight end Chig popped off for the longest you know his longest play of the season they utilized what they had they kept it simple and uh, you know every now and then we had some explosive plays from our running back tight end what we weren't doing was setting him back there in the shotgun with no run fake and just dropping him back and putting our receivers who you know nobody's really ever heard of most of them um sending them on, on long routes with no check downs i mean we weren't doing that in the first half that, that, that that's just gonna lead me to the second half let's talk about bring your playbook again bring me that intro back come on man Come on, man. We got the lead. We're up 14 to 9. Come out in that second half and everything just goes 
All right, defense is still balling. Defense is still balling. These guys are giving it everything they got. I'm looking at these guys fly around, try to, you know, contain this freak of a quarterback, this freak of a, 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 a tight end, one of the best tight ends that ever played the game. We got him frustrated. Oh, this hurts me. We got him frustrated. They didn't know what to do. Kelsey's rolling his helmet on the field. We don't ever get to see this. I cannot believe he showed that emotion for everybody to see how frustrated he was. I was like, man, they're doing it to him again. He was frustrated last season when David Long was taunting him and imitating him, looking for the penalty last year. Man, I just think, uh, I don't know. I think we got a little too, too vanilla. We're only up eight points, guys. We're in a great position. We got Derrick Henry. You know, this is his type of game. We made them play our type of football. A sloppy physical. It really wasn't sloppy, but they were sloppy. Not hitting on passes. You know, Mahomes under distress. He made plays, but he left a lot of plays out there. He missed a lot of receivers. And, uh, you know, they gave us one on a trying to get it to Kelsey on an improvised throw. He went off his tips, and uh, our, our DB caught it. Our young DB, our rookie. It was beautiful. But, you know, something happens in that second half when we have some when it, when it stiffens up on us and, and we look at what we've got and we seem to get lost in the game sometimes from a play calling perspective on offense. Todd Downing, man, bring your playbook. You're the first one on the list. Bring your playbook, Todd, because when things don't work once, but they're the bell cow, it seems like it all goes downhill, man. We got the ball first down from the 50-yard line going in. All we need to do to really put this game in a in a in a you know a much put it where I don't I wouldn't call it where it seals the game, but if we could have converted at least a, a, a field goal when we had the ball with eight we were up eight points. I think the, it was right the fourth quarter or right at the end of the third. All we need to do is get that ball down there by at least 15, 16 yards to try to kick the field goal. And um and we lost eight yards on a on a screen pass. And then we just started throwing the ball and it just didn't go well. We had to punt. So we go from first down and 10 from the 50 to punting. And I knew right then it was going to be a costly, you know, that was a costly possession. But the defense was still balling. Defense is still balling. I, I don't want to, I don't want to carry this out because. We, you know, I can keep going and go down the rabbit hole. But listen, Todd Downing, man, you done a masterful job in the first half. I don't know when we went away, why we go away from the uh, read option look. You know, they got to pay attention to Malik as a threat to run. That's going to free somebody or at least, you know, you got you got Derrick Henry back there. Why do we just start going from the shotgun with all these no-name receivers and having hit Henry on the sidelines? I don't get that. I don't get that. Um, we, you know, in his defense, we got to make plays when we, when we, <laughs> when there's a ball that we need to catch. But man, so many times, and I got to go back and look at the film. So many times, we see our receivers 
not even used to look like they're trying to, you know, they're, they're just used to run blocking. They're not even receivers anymore. We've converted our receivers and made them something else. They're not receivers. I bet their hands and fingers are mangled to hell. They probably can't catch. They block all the time. <laughs> if you ever tried to block a grown man repeatedly, you know how bad your fingers get caught up in his jersey and that's that's a that's a rough day. Poor Bobby Trees is like, damn, I'm probably I'm too old for this, man. I came here to catch a few balls and be a compliment to AJ Brown. I didn't come here to run block every play. You got Cody Hollister in there, not even looking for the football. He's a mauler. He looks like a '70s porn star just looking to catch somebody slipping. He's not looking to catch the ball. These guys are going <laughs> going out for passes and not even looking for the ball. They're just looking to block people. They're blocking people 20 yards downfield. Poor Malik's back there like a, <laughs> he looks like a rat in a maze. There's nobody to throw it to. What are we doing with our offensive concepts? Why in overtime? Let's skip to overtime. The game is tied. The game is, no, 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 no. The game's not tied. We're, we're down three. We're down three. Is that how it happened? I can't remember. Yeah, that's how it happened. We held held them to three points in overtime, and then we get get a chance. We got the ball. It's probably about five or six minutes left, and first down from around the eighteen or twenty yard line because our, you know, we didn't get the best run from the kickoff. We, we brought it out. We got about to the twenty yard line, but that was a terrible sequence in overtime. And and when you know it's like is the game happening too fast? Is the play clock in our head? Do we need a longer play clock to think about this a little bit longer? We don't have the luxury of that. We don't have the luxury of a of a two minute play clock to think about what the next play will be. It is a shame how well this football team played, and they really did put it all on the line and. Uh, and just didn't get it done. The the, the sequence in, in overtime was, it was over after the, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I knew it was over when we started sending those guys in the long routes. It looks like everybody's running a 20-yard route or something. And this offensive line is not equipped to pass block. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It makes me so mad. It makes me so mad that, in those types of situations, we seem to not have a play or not have a, a not even a concept. Like Patrick Mahomes threw the ball five yards in front of him a lot last night. And he's got receivers all over the place. And they catch the ball, juju, five yards down the field and turn and run and get what they can get. He becomes a he, he catches the ball. And then becomes a fullback. I think that's where his new place is on this offense, Juju Schuster. But we have to, you know, Malik is going to be a while before he's a polished NFL quarterback, if ever, in my opinion. But we didn't do him any favors last night as far as the plays in that situation at the end. I think we did him a great service in the first half. I think we saw what a Malik-led Titans offense look could look like. It's effective. 
can be, but man, come on, Todd. You matter of fact, I'm not. I mean, the, the episode's gone long enough. Todd, you're the only one on Bring Your Playbook this this afternoon. As we look forward to another game next week with the Denver Broncos, I'm asking you to go check out those four phonies. Follow us on IG at four phonies. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. All of our handles are four phonies. I'm Corey. I'm I'm hurt tonight, but hey, we're gonna get through it. We're gonna be four phonies out. Peace out. Executive produced by Four Phonies. Sound design and engineering. WaveSync Media. Music by Motion Array. Four Phonies Talking Titans.